Hello, everyone. I'm Sally Webster, and welcome to the Sally Serves It Up podcast. For new listeners, this podcast and the work that I do is for women who want to ultimately feel better. It's for those of you who want to feel confident, energized, and optimistic about your life. We talk a lot about weight loss because I know how hard it can be to lose weight and how stuck you can feel, whether it's five pounds or 50. And when I found a way of doing things that enabled me to lose 35 pounds without drama and keep it off with ease and made me feel so much better about other areas of my life, I knew I had to share it with more people. How you drink, how you eat, how you move, and ultimately how you treat yourself and the relationship you have with yourself is one of the most amazing places where you have total and absolute control and power. And even though it may not feel like it, I'm here to show you how to get out of being stuck and start living in your amazing power. This week, someone asked if I could do an episode about what to do when things feel like they're spinning out of control. Those were her words. It was about food and alcohol over half term. So in this episode, I'm going to explain how to reverse a tailspin, basically, when it comes to eating and drinking in a way, or just eating, whatever it is, or drinking, um, eating or drinking in a way that doesn't feel good and like it's gotten out of your control. This is how to bring things back in, how to reel it back, take your power back. So first, I want to paint a picture for you. It's the beginning of half term. You're all clear on this way of doing things that I teach through my coaching, the reset, my free kickstart guide. So this is for someone who is doing things in a way that already feels good and you like how you do things and you've started to get the results that you want and things are feeling easy. You have a plan. It's all good. And then half term starts and you don't plan in the same way, knowing that things are going to be different. You don't anticipate the obstacles that you might face, and you just don't allocate time for yourself in any way. And things start to fall by the wayside. Everything starts to feel jumbled and out of sorts. You allow more exceptions because of your holiday, which is fine. But stress management like falls by the wayside. And you're like, it's a holiday. I need this. One little bit won't hurt. It's the mindset you had before you started making these changes that we do in the work that we do together. And your brain tells you it's fine because it's just the holidays, but it's doing that so that it can get its dopamine and keep you in this well-known loop of behavior. As you reward these thoughts with high dopamine releasing food or drinks, and as you stop allowing urges and cravings to move through you, and instead answer them and reward them, your brain gets excited. It's like, ding, 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 Las Vegas lights. Let's go with this. We are winning. Let's keep it up. More desire begins. Old negative self-talk starts to rear its ugly head again. Like, I knew I couldn't do this. It's not sustainable. Why is this hard for me? Fuck it. Or thoughts just to justify 
what you're doing. Like it just being, this is the holidays. This is, this is it. Even though what you're doing doesn't feel on a net level that good to you. And it all compounds itself. It feeds more desire, more urges, more cravings. You know, as you increase your insulin, it's going to crash back down. You're going to want more to bring it back up. It's just all of it is feeding into the next thing. You wait until the holiday is over to get back on track, but you find things so much harder and you're giving yourself a hard time for all of it. And I promise that if you are eating foods in a way that isn't completely on your terms, in a in like in a way that feels like the urge or craving for it is more powerful than you or you're eating it as a solution to how you're feeling and managing negative emotion like stress or frustration or boredom the food will not taste as good and you will not enjoy it in its full capacity it's like it's just a bit of a waste to be honest so if you find yourself in this position where things feel like they're going a bit awry, but it's before you've gone into full, full, full fuck it mode, there's always a chance to bring it back, okay? You don't just have to let it just go to whatever that, like the worst point is for you, whatever that looks like for you, because it will be different for everyone. You can just bring it all back and stop, stop the thought patterns, stop the feelings, stop the actions where they are. And this is how you reverse the tailspin and it's how and bring your way back out of it. And it's how you navigate back from wherever you land. Nothing is a disaster. Stop talking about it that way. Whatever happens after this process, if you aren't thinking, what can I learn from this? How can I take this forward? What am I going to do in the next holidays? then you are missing an opportunity. It is all an opportunity and you will be so much stronger in moving forwards and in creating true habit and behavioral change by learning from this instead of thinking it was a disaster and you've just got to fix it and then everything will be all right. It's all good. It's all part of it. Nothing like nothing awful has happened. You know exactly what to do and... <laughs> In this podcast, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. And I've made it into a really clear, simple process that I'm super excited to share with you. There are four steps. Number one, notice it. Number two, factualize it. Number three, normalize it. And number four is interrupt and direct it. So in step one, notice it. The person who made the request for this podcast, she had noticed it as it was happening, but she also waited to do something about it until she felt like she could kind of face the situation. And that is totally fine. But what she wanted to know was how she could have kind of interrupted it sooner. And what really keeps us from doing that, and it's important to know this, is that our brain thinks what we're doing is great. (laughs) It is so sneaky, even though you're doing stuff that gives you temporary pleasure, but long term (sighs) displeasure, it is so sneaky. It will want you to keep doing actions that just get it its dopamine and rerun old behavioral patterns. That is so much easier for it 
It's keeping you safe. It's being efficient. It's getting pleasure. It's like it's in heaven. It is so happy. So bring awareness to it will be challenging and acknowledge that it will be not what you want to do. Just know that now. Remember me saying this now when this happens to you. You won't want to change it. Your brain will be saying, giving you all sorts of reasons for why you should continue with what you're doing. But that's just because it's running on that old triad of wanting pleasure, being efficient and staying safe. And eating in a way that you used to do will be, and it's with lots of dopamine, will be in its mind just that. It's like thinking you're in a really safe, great place. But you always have the power to bring things back to you. And the last thing you want to do is judge yourself. Judgment will stop you. Like if you are judging it, you'll stay, you'll just stay stuck here and nothing will change. You'll just, you'll carry on. A lack of compassion and love and grace will stop you and not trusting yourself will stop you. And you just have to be curious. You hear people like me talk about being curious and compassionate all the time. And it's because it is those feelings that will drive the most productive, amazing actions that you want to be taking. And you know how you can build all of these things is by giving yourself the opportunity to act from them. You can prioritize yourself in these moments. You can find resolution and connect back with yourself. It's just a decision about what you want to do next. So you notice what's happening. You observe what exactly you are doing and you bring attention into your mind and body. What are you thinking? What are the sentences running through your mind? And how are you feeling when you think those things? Take your mind into your body, close your eyes. What sensations are you experiencing? Where do you feel them in your body? Is it your chest? Is it your throat? Is it your stomach? Some people feel it like really heavy legs. And can you associate or name a particular emotion with those sensations? What is it? And in doing this, you understand firstly what's going on and you're connecting your mindset, your thoughts and beliefs with your actions and your emotions. And you're seeing how food is then playing a role in dealing with whatever is going on for you. Without noticing and understanding what you're thinking and how you're feeling, it's impossible to move forward. So a basic example summary of this point is the kids are being intense and I have no way out. That's my thought about it. This might make me feel trapped. And when I'm feeling trapped, I eat food as a way to actually feel like I have power and that I'm not trapped and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Or I also eat it as a way to numb the emotion in my body of being trapped and just to not feel that anymore. It just dulls it all down. So eating actually fulfills two things in my mind. So once you've acknowledged what's going on, you factualize it. This is a super, super important step. And I think it's really easy to underestimate because it's quite boring. (laughs) 
And you'll want to focus on all your thoughts and beliefs about it and how you feel and why something is making you feel a certain way. So it's really important to list what are the facts of the situation, not more of your thoughts about it, but like facts. Kid is saying exact words in quotation marks or doing X. Husband has done this, has said this, no adjectives, no nothing about it, just factual circumstance. You have eaten this specific food or drunk this specific drink or you're at this event um, or like in this situation. Make it completely neutral, factual, and it's an essential part of allowing you to change what is happening because without neutralizing it in this way and factualizing it, it will still be too emotional and you'll be too caught up in your thoughts to start being objective about it and intentionally change what's going on. So just factualize it in as much detail as you can. And this might look like a paragraph of facts, just bullet points. It might just be two lines. Just, you know, challenge yourself to get it down on paper with everything that you think is contributing to what's going on, the thoughts that you're feeling, the the thoughts that you're thinking, the, the emotions that you're feeling and the action that you're taking. And after you've done that, step three is to normalize it. This is also underestimated. And I just cannot encourage you enough to think about deliberately stopping with the judgment, stopping with the expectations of what should or shouldn't be happening diet thinking, good or bad, right or wrong, giving yourself a hard time, all of it. I mean, it's exhausting. And it's why you are seeking solace somewhere other than in your own power. So hold space for whatever you're experiencing and whatever is going on for you. And that means just intentionally writing down and saying to yourself, it's really important to do all of this pen to paper that of course this has happened. Of course you're thinking this way. Of course you're feeling this way about your husband saying this or your child doing this or this unplanned event that just happened or this life stress that is going on as a constant in your life. Of course you want to use food or alcohol in this way because that's how you've done things for most of your adult life. Or even with with food, for most of your life, you've used food in this way as a way to feel better, as a way to just get out of an emotion that you're feeling. It's so crucial as part of loving yourself unconditionally and being kind to yourself to normalize whatever you experience without judgment, because it's that loving kindness that will be the only thing that will take you out of it and down another path that better serves you. Please hear me on that. If you stay in negative self-talk and judgment, you will only perpetuate the cycle that you're in. So normalize it as best you can so that you can move from judgment to compassion. It's thinking thoughts like, of course, this is happening. This is how I've always dealt with half terms or whatever it is that you're facing. And that's okay. And ultimately, the more advanced and practiced you become with doing doing this work and approaching things this way, it's about thinking, of course I'm doing this because it's how I've always reacted to the thoughts and feelings like these. 
not to the circumstance of half term or kids or holidays or whatever it is. It's these thoughts and feelings, which I ultimately have control over, P.S., which are what I'm responding to with this behavior. It's how I've always done things, but it doesn't mean I have to carry on repeating it. I believe the possibility of change. If you don't believe in the possibility of change, you will now stay stuck at step three. And if you just focus on believing that change is possible, you will go very nicely into step four, which is to interrupt and direct it. This combines steps one to three. So you've noticed it, you've factualized it, you've normalized it, and now you're going to accept it for whatever it is. It's a series of events, thoughts, feelings, actions, and you're going to interrupt the cycle before it continues any further. Very simple. You decide what you're going to do next. You're the director. You're directing the situation. Think of it like you're rerouting traffic on a road and you're just taking it down a new direction, a new road, or like I've, you know, like a river you, you've created. Is it a dam? I don't know what the right word is, but you've you've just pushed the water in another direction. And all you have to ask yourself is what one thought can you practice now that will lead you back to the actions you want to be taking? So obviously you need to ask yourself, what do you want to be doing instead of what you are doing and how you want to be responding? And essentially, it's just like, what do you want to stop doing and what do you want to start doing? And it's really important that you come up with a plan for those things without thinking that you've somehow got to overcompensate for whatever you've done and you restrict yourself and deprive yourself to somehow negate what's happened. I hugely encourage you to get out of that diet way of thinking and just get back on the horse in a neutral, empowered, believing and loving way that isn't restrictive and is just about nourishing your mind, body and soul from like today onwards. Otherwise, you will create the same cycle over and over again. And what do you need to believe in this moment to start taking that action? I'm going to give you a few examples. Is it something like, I know exactly what I want to do and how to do it? Or I can treat my body with love and attention. Or just, I can stop this. Or I'm changing this. Or even something like, I don't use food and alcohol to handle my emotions. I've sometimes found that very helpful. Or I have compassion for myself and I know how to move forwards. I want to move forwards. Like make it present, make it so that you are opting in. Nothing about should or have to or need to. You want to, you get to, and you are. So it's obviously going to be completely unique to you. And I can't psychically guess what's perfect. Um, So just do this for yourself and get clear on it. And it's just one thought that you can practice in the coming days to navigate your way through things and come back to yourself and your power and wisdom in the way that you want to. And when you believe those things, you will feel a certain way. You will begin to like take the action that you want, get back on plan and your results that you desire will follow. There's no perfect way. You don't have to have just FYI, some strict protocol 
like especially during the holidays. You never do. What I advise doing is just being neutral and proactive about it and think about just getting in front of it. What habits do you want to focus on and how will you do that? It's that simple. What might you find hard in following through on those habits and what solutions can you think of ahead of time so that you don't feel totally disarmed by your emotions or what's come up for you? And then you seek old patterns of behavior as the solution. So I just encourage you, as always, which is what coaching is all about, just to be very intentional, very deliberate, be like be one step ahead of your brain and know that the only thing that you need to do to change what's happening is to look at your thoughts, look at what you're believing and how you're feeling. That is the place to start. And you can be deliberate and intentional no matter what. It feels a thousand times better, in my opinion, and I speak from experience to say, I'm going to drink a bottle of wine tonight than to think, I shouldn't drink that much. I'll just have two glasses. I want to weigh less. I should weigh less. I want to be good. Oh, no. All of that. And then you end up drinking it anyway, because you feel all of this crap. You feel all these shoulds or shouldn'ts. You feel restricted. And you just, it's like a you drink that and probably more when it comes from that place. Whereas if you go into things with alcohol, with food, acknowledging what you want, going to enjoy it, it will not like come back to bite you. It will only reward you. And it won't mean that you end up just like eating everything and becoming this version of yourself that you don't identify with. It will mean that you become who you are meant to become. And you just, it's all part of building this trust with yourself that whoever that is, is right and perfect for you. And you want to go on this journey to find that person. Nothing bad is going to happen when you have this open dialogue with yourself and you acknowledge your desires, you make space for them and you're doing things on your terms instead of in response to your emotions in the moment. It stops the pendulum. It stops the binge restrict mentality. So that's why it's so easy to think that you can't plan for these things. You can't make space for them. But actually, if they if they mean that you are more consistent, you don't feel restricted, you just eat in a way that nourishes you and you, you have space for the things that you enjoy, everything falls into place. Everything clicks like Lego. So be honest with yourself, what you really want rather than what you think you should want. Be kind to yourself. And when you notice something is going awry and you don't like it, and things feel off kilter, do these steps. Notice it, factualize it, normalize it, and interrupt and direct it. You are the director. Don't let anyone else get in the way of your power and doing what feels right to you and trusting that. You are the director of your amazing, beautiful life, and you have a unique soul that needs unique attention, an individual response that only you can know and that only you can give. So connect with that and you will be golden. I promise it is so, so good and so powerful. So if you have any questions about what I've said today, I'd love to hear them and to answer them. And I really enjoyed this one. So if you ever want to ask for a podcast on something, please get in touch. It's so 
nice to hear from you and so nice to create a podcast that I think if one person is thinking they need it, know that another person will for sure benefit. And for me, if one person benefits from one thing I've said, I feel super satisfied and like some good has been done. So please don't hesitate to get in touch. Sally at sallywebstercoaching.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to find out about working with me, it's sallywebstercoaching.com. Otherwise, have a beautiful week, my friends. Take care of yourselves, be kind to yourselves, and I will see you soon. Bye.